What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Team Chat Podcast, a video game show where we talk about games, the ones we love, the ones we hate, and everything in between. I am one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined across the power of the internet by my co-host, Rachel Mogan. Buongiorno. Buongiorno to you as well. How are you this fine uh, this fine afternoon, I guess? Fine, I guess. It's so, like, just cold, and then it's also overcast, yeah. but not in the way that's fun, like it's about to storm. It's just that just dull, dull, gray. Dreary. It's just like, yeah. oh, I hate this. <laughs> Yesterday was the sunny and cold, which yeah. I'm here for. That that always feels really good. I accidentally but this one is today is is kind of like that dreary day. Yeah, I accidentally ran slash walked way too far yesterday and ended up with like <laughs> seven miles, and I was like, oh, I, damn. I overdid it because <laughs> I did that thing where I was like, I'm going to go for a run, and then I ran too far, and I was like, I should have turned back a long time ago because there's no <laughs> loop. You just have to eventually turn back around. Yeah. It was a mistake. <laughs> oh no. Well, at least you got the, you know, some extra calories burned, a little extra yeah. exercise than what you were looking for. But you know, that's that's not a terrible thing. But Us yeah, gamers, know you know, we gotta get our I know, exercise we can, or we gotta get our exercise, but like we gotta slowly build into it. We can't just like go nuts or else yeah. that's just it's just not a good thing. It's just not a good thing at all. But you know what? That's neither here nor there because we're here now to talk about some video games here on Team Chat Podcast and got a little bit of an update for you. Uh, it's just become a little bit easier before I get into the normal, uh, spiel of the show. It's become a little bit easier based on our recording schedules. It usually works out for us to be able to record on Sunday mornings. Well, as you know, and as I've said many a time here on the spiel that the episodes generally come out on Tuesday mornings. Well, I think we're going to have a little bit of a change there. And I'm going to say, cause I don't know yet if I'm going to put this episode out on Tuesday morning or wait until the new release day, uh, the new release days going forward from here on out are going to be Thursdays. So then we can still keep the fun little, uh, run of team chat Thursday, team, yeah, exactly. team chat Tuesday. Team chat Gotta keep Wednesday that important, would be way important too, hashtag. Yeah, exactly. You know? So, uh, I think it's just going to be easier with, with, the production schedule and my schedule and everything going forward with editing and getting the show ready to release that just to give myself a little bit more time, a little less of a headache that we're going to change team chat from uh, premiering on Tuesdays and instead releasing on Thursdays. And like I said, if this episode did come out on Tuesday, well, congratulations. This is the last, the one. last one. If not, it's Thursday. <laughs> hey, welcome to the new release day. Yeah. But anyway, Team Chat Podcast from now on will be coming out on Thursday morning. So listen, let those hit your uh, podcast service wherever you're listening to it around the web, or they'll still drop as video version on our YouTube channel still on Thursdays as well. But if you want more Team Chat, well, you can find more Team Chat at our social media channels on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Join our Discord server. We can have a lot of great fun talking to us there when we're not here recording the show. And finally, if you want to help support the show and make it bigger and better, you can head over to patreon.com slash teamchatpodcast, just like Elise F, Zach S, Mariah S, Susan M, James K, Ben W, Michael B, Fuchsia Rascal, Andrew M, Michael S, and Brandon W have done. And they're going to patreon.com slash teamchatpodcast to support the show for as little as a dollar a month. And in return, you get cool perks like in the episodes early before its general Thursday release and access to uh, any extra uh, 
wow, that threw me off saying by Thursdays. Yeah, they're really <laughs> just Thursday release. But still, uh, you get the video and audio versions early, depending on which tier you sign up for. You also get uh, at the $5 tier, we'll get access to anything extra that we do. You get it early as well. So you can check that out over on patreon.com slash team chat podcast. There's also uh, advantages of being a Patreon, like getting patron only emotes over on our Discord and Twitch channels. So all that stuff is good to check out as well. But if you don't want to do that, that's no big deal. We totally understand. And there are lots of other great ways that you can support the show, such as telling your friends, writing us reviews and subscribing wherever you're listening to or watching the show. But you know what? We don't care. We just love that you're here listening, supporting the show. And for all and for that, we are eternally grateful to all of our patrons, viewers, listeners alike. Heart emojis carrying oh. that through to the new year. Oh, you're slacking. Yeah, I know. Gotcha slacking. slacking. Oops. Oh, my God. <laughs> but anyway, thanks for being here, everybody. And with that. Let's, before we get into the main topic of the day, let's start with a little bit of news and what's coming out soon in our moment with Mogan. Yeah, so games actually are still coming out somehow. It's crazy, Even though right? it's 2022, it feels like they should have stopped by now. <laughs> uh, so as of the end of this month, just kind of wrapping up the end of January, we've got a couple more releases uh, this week. So earlier before this episode's release, Ellie Ho, A Wild West Tale, is out for iOS and Android, of all things. If this isn't... Fievel Goes West Redux. I'm going to be really annoyed. <laughs> I really hope it's Fievel Goes West. Fievel Goes West Redux. <laughs> so that's out for mobile devices on January 25th. The Artful Escape is getting its port to PlayStation 5, PS4, and Switch this week as well. I'm actually still really wanting to play that game. It was, I think, nominated for maybe Best Art Direction at the Game mm -hmm. Awards last year. It was mm. Best Art Direction or maybe Best Indie. And I felt like, oh, or maybe it was Best Soundtrack because it's all about music. Oh, I don't well, remember. Sense, then. The point <laughs> is it was nominated for something that seemed very applicable and I really want to play it. Uh, Circuit Superstars is out for PS4 on the 27th. Damon X Machina for PC is out on the 27th as well. Rounding out the very end of the month, we have one game that is absolute garbage hot fire trash and another game that <laughs> might be a hot garbage fire trash we're not sure those games are uncharted legacy legacy of thieves legacy of thieves collection <laughs> and it's it's the uncharted sucks don't play it. <laughs> biased review from rachel mogan and then the other game that i'm actually kind of nervous about because i want it to be really good yeah may or may not be Pokemon Legends Arceus. Mm. So, or I, some people might say Arceus. I say Arceus. Don't, don't, Arceus, add, don't so at me. Don't, don't come for me. <laughs> so not sure how it's going to turn out. I am a little bit worried about its performance um, and its graphics. So we'll mm. see. I'm still willing to give it a solid try, but I probably will not be picking this up on release day. I'm going to kind of wait it out and like yeah. see what the consensus see what the, is like before I see dive what general in. thoughts are. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That. All right. So that's what's coming out at the end of the month. Not a lot this time around. Boom. There we go. Well, if you may have guessed, I mean, it's probably pretty easy to tell what we're most likely going to be talking about today. And well, the some of them are time today. And that is the big news that no one really cares about in that Microsoft has purchased Activision Blizzard or is in the beginning stages of purchasing Activision Blizzard yeah. for a tiny, tiny sum. 
minuscule amount of money. Uh, a sweet $68.7 billion is what the this is going to be closing amount. for. That's an insane amount of money. So. Also, it really sucks that they didn't throw a couple extra million in there to make it $69 billion. <laughs> What a missed opportunity. I like, how you say, I like how you say a couple million more when in reality that's like another $300 million. <laughs> I don't, I don't do math. <laughs> don't just, just shut up. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, so yeah, it, it's, yeah, it's that's crazy. Big news. And I feel like it, it, I, they probably just did a really good job at keeping it under wraps or I have so little interest in business dealings that I just never bothered to see maybe the rumblings of it. I feel like this came out of absolutely no, nowhere. I think, it, and I I feel think like, it came out of nowhere. I don't think anybody knew that this yeah. was happening because it like, I don't it think even so caught either. Well, the biggest teller that it caught everybody by surprise is that Jason Schreier, you know, a uh, writer for Bloomberg in video game news, he was on vacation. He wouldn't take vacation on this day on purpose. Oh, no. <laughs> and he even tweeted he about that. He's wouldn't. like, the one day oh, I take vacation. <laughs> oh, and it's like the bit that sucks for him because he's know, such right? a good reporter and journalist. And it's like, oh, you kind of, whoops. <laughs> yeah, oopsies. Reschedule that vacay, buddy. Come on back. Yeah, because it's, you're not getting it today for sure. <laughs> oh damn i mean who knows maybe the deal will fall through it won't it, it's like a done deal by now but who knows maybe it'll fall I mean, through and then there is still the chance because i mean there is still the chance because it does have to pass a lot of regulatory inspections and everything or investigations to make sure you know because it is a big company already who's acquired a lot of companies acquiring yet another big company so i mean there's a whole lot of stuff there i know it's going under some scrutiny through both u.s regulatory investigations and uh china as well but the uh, the thing about it is, if this deal does close, it will be the top, the third biggest video game company. Microsoft will be it's the third biggest video game company in the world. Uh, so that Ooh, is would still be bigger than them. Big. Still Sony and Nintendo. Sony and no, not Nintendo. I man, not I, Nintendo. Hold on, I have the list right here. I just got to pull it up. It is uh, Sony, then Tencent, then Nintendo is number three, but then oh. uh, Microsoft will be kicking it from that position now. Will be number three. Okay, that will be sense. number three. Well, so yeah, like I said, I have a lot of mixed feelings about this because on the one hand, Activision Blizzard. So, the only game series that I can think of that I actively enjoy and play from Blizzard specifically mm -hmm. is Overwatch. That's really right. kind of the only big Blizzard game that I've ever been like, yes, I'm all about this. I love this game. I played it for years consistently. Still go back every now and then and play it, uh, you know, right now because I'm like, yeah, I, I just feel like doing some shooting, you know? I feel like some yeah. Overwatch. Some good um, team shooting. But some of the other ones that they've been responsible for are things like the world of Warcraft, which is yeah. massive, uh, along with many other games that Blizzard is just, you know, the titan of. So the fact that they're also getting acquired along with Activision does make me a little nervous about the fate specifically of Overwatch 2, because obviously it it's still be in development. maintain its, its cross-platform? Yeah, the, the, it'll probably maintain its cross-platform, but I do wonder how this might affect the development and how it might affect the trajectory of the game, because when, you know, companies get acquired, they get new leadership, and mm -hmm. they have less control over, you know, products that they maybe used to have full control over. So it might be little things like just tone, colors, graphics, well, you could argue that graphics is a big thing, but who knows how it might change the game. On the other hand, it's kind of like a, ha, 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 this is 
wonderful news because Activision Blizzard is famously embroiled right now mm -hmm. in God knows how many lawsuits over its terrible uh, gender discrimination. Uh, the and way sexual it, harassment and just like sexual in, in general, harassment, shitty behavior. Discrimination. Yeah, Activision, Activision Blizzard has been revealed in the past, what, one to two years, maybe longer than that. Uh, well, by, I mean, the story of the big of the big lawsuit and everything was just yeah. earlier like a few months ago, like a couple months ago, months September, ago. I want to say. Well, so like it was, yeah, very my, recent. my, you know, ability to quantify time right now is not great. But <laughs> so on the one hand, it's like, Oh, I don't, I don't love this for a lot of reasons, but also it does kind of seem fitting that since they weren't able to keep their own shit in hand and since they weren't able to manage themselves in a way that is actually good for their employees, yeah. they probably should get acquired. But, yeah, I mean, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that that's going to go away. These problems don't get oh, solved no. overnight. Right. And I mean, and I think that was the big thing. Like, as soon as I saw this news, I was like, oh, Bobby Kotick is done. Like, there's no way. Oh, yeah. And then, like, there was then, but even though there, there was still uh, throughout the day a lot of back and forth. Some people be like, "No, he's gonna be. He's not gonna be gone. Actually, they're gonna keep working together." And then there's a whole lot of, oh, "Well, he's gonna be gone until the merger goes through," which seems to be how it's actually staying. That seems accurate to me. Because I mean, even though yes, I understand. Like trying to, he he should have been gone yesterday. He should so, have. You know, Activision that's the Blizzard whole thing. Yeah, Activision. He should have been gone a long time ago. Themselves. So it's dumb they that this is still a problem. Yeah. Exactly. And so, speaking from a business sense, putting all that aside and assuming that had the world done what it should have done correctly, he would be gone already. But in a normal instance, it's like you can't during a right before a merger in the process of merger is not the time to be changing hands basically. So I understand from a business standpoint why he's still there for that and staying through the merger. Morally, I don't understand why he's still there, but still. Um, and so the thing is, yes, that's what I immediately was like. I was like, thank God Microsoft has taken over. Bobby Kotick's going to be gone. And hopefully some real change can start taking place because that's the thing. He was left in position of power and the whole thing was, oh, he can, he's going to closely monitor the changes and make sure that these cultural shifts happen. And you're just like, dude's been running the company since its beginning. He knew about a lot of this stuff. You really think now is when he's going to start changing his ways? Absolutely, yeah. not. Absolutely not. So like, obviously no one thought that that was worth anything and just like, oh, we're being better quotes no so i was immediately telling this like great that's awesome he's gonna be gone because there's no way especially that phil spencer is gonna allow who he would be reporting to if he stayed because now uh phil Sweet spencer is now the ceo of microsoft gaming yeah and that new reorganization so you all activision blizzard will be phil specter <laughs> did i say oh, phil specter no, or did i say I no, oh, I okay. always say Phil Spector. So I'm like, yeah, Phil Spector of Microsoft. And then you're always I was like, like it's did Phil I say Spencer. it wrong? <laughs> no. But in my head, it's still like Phil Spector, noted murder. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but so anyway, uh, like just from comments that he's made, especially when the scandals at Activision Blizzard passed, I was like, there's no way he's going to let this stuff continue. So as far as a company healing and, and going on the correct path toward healing, I feel like this is a good step for that. Now, the part about that that really fucking sucks is that Bobby is Kotick is still going to get a massive payday when this, once this is done. So that's very frustrating to hear. Yeah. Uh, that, you know, and just annoying. But the good thing is, I guess he'll be gone. And like, what what's he going to do next? I mean, granted, he can just sit on his riches for the end yeah. of the day and, and just live his life. But, but like, people like him are never satisfied. Him. Exactly. Yeah. But hopefully this like relegates and like especially his shittiness because like it came out within the last week too 
uh, that he wanted to try to buy. Uh, he wanted Blizzard Activision to try to buy uh, Kotaku and PC Gamer to Which try to start so like turning <laughs> to start turning the public opinion and like do puff pieces to make them look better. Uh, yeah. And so that Disgusting. didn't work out. And then uh, he's now trying to like spin it. From his point of view, it was like, oh, this isn't about the scandal. It's just about us being adapting to the to the changing times of game development. Everybody knows Bullshit, what it's dude. about. Yeah, we it's all know what's happening you're, here. It's out because of your shittiness. So, oh, my God. There's a lot to it. And, yeah, there's a whole question still about, like, what happens now? But he's like, what happens to Call of Duty? Which, you know, which then Phil Spencer has come out and said that, you know, it's our desire to keep uh, Call of Duty on PlayStation. Well, that doesn't necessarily mean, you know, he says we're going to honor all current agreements for stuff like that. Until they expire. All Until those they contracts expire. expire. What does that expire look like? In the, in, yeah. Exactly. What does that look like for the next release, you know, that um, of Call of Duty, the next, whatever that's going to be? Will that be Xbox PC exclusive? It's very interesting, too, since for years now, PlayStation has had deals with Call of Duty where they or Activision stuff to get like certain things faster. Like I remember like they had a whole mode, I believe, for uh, Modern Warfare 2019. They had a new mode for that or a map in it, one of the two, that was completely uh, exclusive to the PlayStation for a year. And then it would go to Xbox and PC and all that stuff. They've had agreements like that for a while. So it's now funny that they're completely in the dark on this. And now they're the ones being like, please let us keep Call of Duty. I mean, I think Warzone and everything will regardless always stay because it's already, you know, I mean, I know they're all already multi-platform, but that one especially feels like it will regardless always stay uh, multi-platform. I will be interested to see, like you're saying, what's it going to do for Overwatch 2? What's it going to do for Diablo 4? And all that stuff. There could already be agreements in place for those. So those games could be okay. But what's next? Like we're already, we already know that with Bethesda, Starfield is going to be a uh, Xbox PC exclusive. So, you know, we'll, we'll have to wait and see how it all falls out there, but still big move. Big, big move by Microsoft and the ability that they the reason that they were able to grab it is pretty, pretty crazy that it shifts up the gaming landscape so much. And um, we'll just kind of have to see what happens from here on out, because there's still a lot of time to see how it's all going to shake down. The deal probably itself won't even be official until next year, late next year, maybe at that. So it's it's going to be a bit it's going to be a little bit of a road, but we've got all the time in the world, I guess, to sit back and watch what happens. So, yeah, the the other thing that we kind of talked about a little bit on our discord, and that is really my overarching feeling about the whole situation is Mm -hmm. I don't want video games to become the next Disney. I don't like all of these massive companies merging into an even more narrow, singular, it's a monopoly. You know, I I don't like the monopolization of any industry. It's bad to see. I do think that it's bad for competition. I know lots of people are going to be like, free market, shut up. It's bad for competition. (laughs) You don't like to see it. You know, a lack of competition leads to stagnancy and it leads to everything being the same. And that's what I don't want. I don't want to see the, you know, the gaming industry just become, it's already a lot of the same, you know, with trends, it already becomes very samey in a lot of ways. So I I don't love, I actually hate that the deal is going through at all. I feel like they should definitely remain separate companies and I don't like to see it, but on the other hand, what a great opportunity to play more indie games and to yeah. not give your money to any of the above. Indie games for life, baby. <laughs> well, and I think that's too partially why it is still undergoing such re- those regulatory uh, investigations and stuff to make sure it's not falling inside. I mean, 
but they, as much as these things the do. Thing. It'll they, still go through. But it'll it's still like, go through. Like this yeah. happens all the time. Anytime a big company announces it's going to buy another one, the government is always like, oh, we have to make sure that it's not going to violate <gasps> sure? free. Yeah, they're like, are you sure? And then they always clear it because those people right. are getting paid. Well, it's they're like when Dis- it's massive Disney massive amounts and got, of donations uh, and charity for for basically letting these things slide. And what was the what was the big one that just happened? Disney just got uh, 20th Century Fox. So like that was a huge one that, you know, that they got another one of those and Disney's sucking up uh, properties all over the place yeah, so yeah it's gross um it's yeah definitely a thing of things towards turning towards centralization in, in that regard which yeah is a little worrisome to see where that's going to go but you know there's still a lot of great indie stuff popping up here a lot like you're saying a lot of good stuff for us to go try out and hopefully though like i hope another side effect or side conversation i've seen going along with this too is like how now people are hoping that like this will mean call of duty will no longer be an annual release that they're going to actually like take their time and like, uh, you know, change that stuff up. Will they, I don't know. I mean, I would be very surprised. I would be surprised too. It's way overdue for one. If you look at the current state of Warzone even right now, like with how, uh, just like not good it is, uh, in the bad state it is in. So it's like, yeah, you need to take time and actually develop these things. Right. And implement changes you know, in a, in a slow methodical way to make sure that the best rollout is done possible. So, you know, who knows? We'll see. It'll be interesting to see, but I'm, but especially with such a big grab and with a uh, company that has so many titles that have been around, not only, but like for a long time, you know, like it's going to be interesting to see. Yeah. I mean, Starcraft, Starcraft, Diablo. Yeah. World of Warcraft. Like it's just going to be a little bit, it's going to be crazy to see how that all shakes up and changes things around. But This I is think neither. Oh, go, oh ahead. go ahead. Oh, I was just no, going to no, say, no, I was just saying again, to reiterate though, uh, it's really glad. And I really do hope that one of the biggest changes of this acquisition merger is that Activision Blizzard gives its shit together and gets cleaned up and gives the people who work there a good place to work and a safe yeah. place to work. So hopefully that, that, that uh, would be the, that idea. will be the big end result from this as well. Yeah, we can dream. This is a little off topic, but something that you said kind of reminded me of this. Uh, yeah. I know that you were interested in Battlefield 2042. Mm-hmm. Did you wind up getting it? No, I played the demo just for a little bit and was kind of like, okay. mm, it's not really grabbing me. And then I'm glad I didn't because it was not well received. Yeah. In other news, <laughs> Battlefield 2042 has been released and it is apparently so... I saw this on Twitter just before we were recording. Yeah. Uh, they're thinking about maybe making Battlefield 2042 free to play. I did to see this. Boost the player base, which is like, wow, your game is so trash, you can't even get people to pay for it. That's crazy yeah, to me. Like, I know. Another like, one. You would think that studios would have learned by now to stop doing this. And yet they keep putting out these garbage games that don't function, that don't work. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't, I don't either. And, you know, and I understand, like, I know Halo Infinite is going through some growing pain, growing pains right now because they're doing something different for the game where, you know, like they're just now doing a battle pass, a battle pass system for it. Uh, They are doing it as more of a free to play model on the multiplayer side. So, you know, I know that you have the war zones, the apex legends, the Fortnites to kind of see how they bounce some things out. And I will agree uh, Microsoft should have taken a few more notes and how they rolled some of the stout stuff out in terms of like content for their pass, uh, how you gain items for all that, the speed of which you do that. And they've been making slow and steady changes along the way. But I don't feel like that stuff is fundamentally there or, and I'm, and I'm not a huge Battlefield fan. So like, forgive me if I'm speaking slightly out of turn here, but 
this is not like this one is still like you paid for the multiplayer, you paid for it with the base game. So it's not like there are the multi-transactions out the, it, the kind of thing. It's not like a battle pass system of a game. So it's like and plus that's been Battlefield's bread and butter. And it seems like of doing these like outstanding multiplayer uh, experiences. And so I'm kind of like. Yes, this one, I've, from what I've heard, and even from what I played a little bit in the demo, it's like in the beta and stuff, like it's buggy. It's like got issues, like the yeah, server issues. Saying, is and that... it's just like, how do you not fine tune yeah. that? And I understand, like, I know they even delayed it. We'll delay it longer because yeah. the more you delay it and the better it's going to be, then the more people are going to stick around if it's actually a good game there. Yeah. Like, and so now you're just throwing a bandaid on it, which I mean, granted, EA had to do that with Battlefield Battlefront 2. They had to slap a big old bandaid on that one to but get the players to come back to granted, it. But that's not even granted. That's a, they should have learned. They yeah. should have learned from their past mistakes to not do this anymore oh, yeah. like, and I'm instead not, they like, keep I don't doing understand. it i don't understand why ea like why a company as big as ea is still making that same level of mistake of being yeah, like i don't know this either. game's just not ready but hit that big old green button anyway, <laughs> just we're go going live it. baby <laughs> uh, i do think i just want to point out so on google right now if battlefield 2042 only has a 1.8 out of five star rating and so the ratings itself can definitely be this could just be rating bombing but an additional only 35 percent of users liked this game that's the one that i trust more is do the actual players yeah. like it or is this just review bombing right. both of those seem to line up along with all of the other reports that it is a buggy mess so it's just <laughs> not doing yeah great. <laughs> yeah it's not i mean uh, yeah that's that's crazy that they're having to consider that for a battlefield game of being like we got to save this uh let's just make it free and, and i mean so, if they made it free such, sure i'll try it out again but like and in such I mean? quick turnaround you yeah know, it was so broken that they're like can we even salvage this that's yeah. where you got to go oh god it must be really broken yep so that'll be curious to see if they actually go go through with that and uh what they do to actually make that become free to play because yeah you're right that's just nuts that that it was their uh, determined course of action for this. So crazy stuff, crazy stuff. It's wild out there right now. I know, it is. <laughs> crazy crazy things going on in the video game world. But uh, speaking of that, what have you been playing lately? I know we were kind of out a little bit. We did our we did our catch up with the end of the year uh, or in 2022, you know, kickoff of appreciate or most anticipated games with the triple XP guys. But, you know, what have you been actually playing lately, Mogan? I have finally, so after we recorded with Triple XP, I did feel bad that I hadn't finished Kana Bridge of Spirits. Oh, you because should. you I mean... nominated it for your <laughs> game of the year. And I was like, yeah. I should have played, I should have finished that game because I started it and we did our first impressions. Uh -huh. And then the holidays started up and I just kind of fell off a lot. Oh, and Animal Crossing New Horizons expansion came out. Yeah. So my attention got totally diverted and I was just hanging out with family, typical stuff. So I basically stopped playing it entirely and then had to do that thing that I think we talked about in that episode where you come back to a game after such a long time away that you're like, I don't remember how to play. I know that I have like powers and stuff, but I don't remember yeah. any of them. So I had to relearn how to play Kana. I should have just restarted. I didn't even make that much progress initially. So I should have just maybe 10 or 15 hours because I was going really slow. Yeah. But I re I, I didn't restart. I picked up back where I left off, and I am, I'm not sure how far I am. So I'll put it in vague terms so that we can save this for when we do our full joint review. Sure. I'm at the third spirit, like in the process of getting that spirit's oh, relics. Okay. 
How um, far am I? Third, third spirit. Okay, so you did. I did the one, a, the, the one in the village. Yeah, I did Taro. Did the, okay, you did Taro. Then Adira, uh, the Adira. blacksmith with like the okay. big. I think she's actually a woodsmith. Excuse me. Okay. And, and now then, I'm at the third one, which is like the head of the village. Oh. Okay. Okay. How far am I? You're. He's the like final percentage. spirit. Oh, he is. Okay, yeah, so yeah, I'm pretty yeah. close to being done. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, sure. assuming yeah, I can beat you're him. Cl- you're close. Sure. <laughs> I just beat. Uh, I just got one of his relics. I just beat the hunter boss. Do you remember oh, that one? Oh, yes. That is that the one? With the, is that the bow and arrow guy? Yeah. Yes, that was. Is a good that boss the fight. worst one? Because I had. I, it wasn't the worst one in terms of how many tries it took. I actually think I beat him on the third try, okay. uh, which for me, it, with where I'm tracking in Kana, that was good. I was yeah. like, wow, I actually beat him on the third try, but it was an annoying fight. That one um, was so annoying. Okay, I'm trying to think and not hopefully give anything away too soon. Have you fought the boss that there's like a stone column in the middle and you have to throw a bomb on it? Yes. That's a, that deer, that's a deer's final that's fight. That's a deer's final yeah, fight. Okay, that one was hard. That guy drove me nuts. I, um, but yeah, the, uh, I'm, I'm trying to say, I'm trying to remember of the ones... What's the name of the final guy? I can't remember his name now. Koshi. Uh, Koshi. Koshi? Toshi. 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 Yeah. Um, his three that you had to fight first, I want to say... Because there's the mask maker, the mm-hmm. hunter, and the... I think mask maker was harder for me. Oh, really? Uh-oh. Yes. <laughs> I just started um, Path of the Mask Maker, so that's like where I'm at right now. Okay. I think, I think that one was harder for me, but I still like wasn't as hard... As like the that one bo- boss that I was talking about the the like Adira. Uh, corrupted wood yeah Adira's yeah, final okay. uh, he was definitely harder but oh, really uh, just strap in that's all okay. I gotta say oh, just yeah. strap in for the, like the last little bit of this game well I mean we, to be fair we were playing we were talking I, mean, I was playing with you and your brother the other night when we were playing Rocket League uh, which was super fun to jump into yeah, by the way really I hadn't fun. played Rocket League in we're years bad. and it was so fun oh we're very not bad. Good. But it was fun. <laughs> Um, but, uh, I, I was, I was saying then to get you guys there that I think the final boss of Kana might be one of the hardest bosses I've ever fought. Which, uh, on the one hand, that does worry me. On the other hand, I beat the path of pain, so I'm not that worried like, about it. I'm sure I have no doubt that it's hard based on what you and Andrew have both told me. I'm sure that it will take me many tries to beat the yeah. final boss, but it also took me what, over 15 hours to finally both learn and then beat the Path of Pain? Yeah. I can yeah. do it. I'm not well, worried I mean, about it. And also, I you, I got to say, too, like, I'm not out there playing, like, the Dark Souls and the Bloodborns and stuff oh, like that. So, so my, like, huge, like, when I think of a hard boss, I'm, I'm more potentially usually thinking of, like, a platformer or something like that. Yeah. Or, you know, or, like, from an RPG, something like that, that aren't the, like, the super precise combat stuff kind of bosses. And I feel like Kana kind of bridges toward that a little bit uh, yeah. or holds sways a little heavily towards like the souls born uh, combat style. So like, you know, I would say that, that that's why I just say it, like is harder. Like I would say the harder bosses, like the bo- hardest boss I think of all time is that what did I just say? His holiness Escobar from uh blasphemous. Oh my God. So long to beat that one. Then I think it's Kana. And then I think it's like the, um, the second sister, or Terran Malikos from uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Those those two were super hard boss fights. Okay. 
Good to so, know. So just so you know, it's up there in my yeah, uh, tough, gotcha. toughest boss ranking. So, and it was one too, like my buddy Michael had already beat it when I got to the final boss in Kena. And I was like texting, I was like, how the hell do you kill this game? I mean, <laughs> not going to lie, just... for for multiple uh, bosses in Kena, it's not that I think I can't beat them on my own. I'm just like, what are the strats here? So I've gone to Google right, multiple right. times just to be like, okay, let's see how other people did it. And then I'm like, oh, so I was doing the right thing. I was just missing the inputs. I just literally had to get good. Yep, yep. So whatever. <laughs> Yep, it's it's just one of those games you got to get good at, and I it took really a long time still, for me to get good. <laughs> so even so, you mentioned that Adira was really hard for you. I have still yeah. not fought a boss in Kena that I thought was harder than the very first one, Taro. Taro was mm, still Taro the hardest was pretty for me difficult. yeah, because he's so fast. Yeah. I could not hit that bastard. So Adira was slow. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay, this plays to my fighting style because I'm slow, she's slow, we're on even ground. Right. When it was me slow, Taro very, very fast, that was not in my favor by a lot. That yeah. one took me easily the most tries so far. He's going to be a toughie. He's going to be a toughie for sure. Um, but you know, that also reminds me of, of, fight, of you fighting those. It reminds me that I'm still trying to complete my first run through Hades. I'm like 60 oh, something yeah. tries in. Oh, it's getting God. ridiculous at this point. <laughs> I'm getting very frustrated and mad at myself, but I was playing it the other day and I had made it to Hades before slight spoilers. Everybody, sorry for a game that's over a year old apologies. <laughs> and the, it's, it's in the name. It's in the name. It's called. Uh, it's, it's very assumed that you're probably gonna fight him. But anyway. I made it to him once before and I was like, yes, finally. And then of course he like killed me pretty quick, but I got him down, down to like half his health bar and I'm like, I can do this again. I just got to find a consistent weapon build that I want to go off of, but using the spear, having great success. And, uh, I got to him the other night and I killed him and I was so excited and I was so happy. And I turned to Sam. It was like it was like 1145 at night. Like we were in bed, just both of us playing our switches because Sam started farming again in the, in the old Stardew. Nice. Started a new farm. Yeah, so we've yeah. been uh, co-op switching for a little bit. And uh, so we're laying there in bed and I beat him and I'm so happy. I, I turned to her and say, I did it, Sam. I beat his ass. I finally beat this game. And she knew and she knows my struggles with it. She knows my struggles with Hades uh, and and all this stuff. But so I'm like, hell yeah. So I like click through their dialogue options that come up right after I beat him. And, uh, he has a second phase. Yeah, he, he do. And he, he fucking got killed that second me. Phase. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I know that he has a second phase is because I've watched bro Mogan do runs. Yeah. So I'm like, Oh yeah. <laughs> Whenever then I'm watching, he killed me. Yeah. And then he kills you. Whenever oh, I'm watching God. bro Mogan play any game, like slay the spire or Hades, yeah. Whenever I'm actively in the room watching the action and, as Andrew says, heckling him, hecking him. Well, I mean, yeah, you do that to me whenever does. you watch yeah. me stream. Well, he's like, if you're not here heckling me, I win. But whenever I'm there, lose, lose, lose. Man, maybe and then I need I'll to. Like... Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll leave the room and go make tea. And he's like, I just beat it. And I'm like, what? What's happening here? <laughs> Oh, oh man boy. it's a fun game but man i'm having to like just uh i'll like do try like a two runs a, n- a night or something like that or like one yeah. and a half runs or something like that just trying to like finally get it so i can just say okay i did it i beat the game and then move on to something else but uh 
because I because like I've posted in the Discord stuff not too long ago, I finally beat another Civ game. I played another one and, yeah, and actually yeah. actually finished it, which is exciting. Uh, I didn't just get to the industrial age and be like, this is boring. I'm bored now and restart. But I uh, played as Mongolia. It was awesome. Uh, played to my strengths well of wanting to build massive trade routes all over the world. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, but now that I beat that, I'm kind of like, okay, I'm forcing myself to not play Civ again and just to immediately not jump into another Switch, uh, game of Civ on the Switch. So I've been playing other things on my Switch that I've been needing to get to, meaning that I both played and completed, because I didn't realize it was such a short game, I should have played it a long time ago, Firewatch. I, I, I saw that you finished it and I was like, yes, he did it. Congration. I know. Uh, I really want to hear what you think about it, but I'm not sure that we have enough time for me to like get, well, maybe we do. What were I your think we, thoughts I think we can finish on this. We can go ahead yeah. and finish on this. Uh, I will say it was really good. It didn't stick, hit me though quite as much as I thought it would. Hmm, like I definitely, I enjoyed the... For one, I thought it was because, like, I remember you talking about it, especially with um, Henry's relationship with Delilah and them talking. Yeah, yeah. And that, but then Henry's past also with his wife, who uh, has Alzheimer's and everything at a very young age, like thirty-eight, I believe, is yeah. when she was diagnosed with it. And so he comes out and does this. You know, for those of you who don't know, Henry then escapes that for a little while because his wife goes back to live with her parents in Australia, and he takes this as a chance to like uh, take a summer go work in a firewatch station out in the, in the Shoshone national forest and uh, just kind of try to escape from his problems for a while. And it, during the course of that, he like builds this friendship with his uh, another uh, firewatcher, Delilah, who's in another tower. But, um, and then you just have to like go off and explore, do some park rangery things and whatnot throughout the game. And there's some, a deeper mystery at a foot chance you could say that I'll Indeed. leave up to spoilers. Cause again, this game is literally a four hour game. Like oh, it's it, short. Yeah. It's so short, which I, I didn't realize, I, but you finished it a lot faster than I did. I'm generally I the slower of us. It probably took me at least eight to 10 hours, but I was, I definitely didn't. Stuff. Yeah. I didn't derp around. That was the, no. because, and that's one of the things that I kind of got into it. Cause I knew there was some stuff that you could find, and I will say, had I been playing somewhere where I would have gotten achievements for some of those things, I probably would have shot for those. But since I was playing on my Switch, I kind of was just really into like getting through the story and everything, yeah. which I thought was was good. I really enjoyed the voice acting done in that game. Oh, yeah, Both Henry really and Delilah was, were fantastic. And um, But I did find myself, even though it was so short, by the time I was in the like last 30 minutes to an hour of the game, I was like, how many more times do I have to walk these damn paths of this forest <laughs> really? in the same places? I, I kind of legit got a little tired of, of like retracing my steps so much uh, because I felt like you had to, I don't know. There were some times when it would be like, Oh man, I got to walk all the way back to my lookout tower, but then it would go ahead and just end the day automatically. Cause it's takes place over the course of 79 days, but it jumps a lot. You're not playing all 79 days. Oh, like yeah. I, no, no. It, I think you play at the first three and then it jumps to day 10. Then it's day like 33. Then it's day 60 something. Then it's day 75. And you're like, Oh, okay. We're, we're here now. Um, but I don't know. It just, I had fun with it. I enjoyed all of the, uh, the, like it, figuring out the story and, and going out to that and the, and then enjoying the performances of Henry and Delilah. But I don't know. Outside of that, I don't like I don't I don't feel the need to go back and play it again. I don't feel the need to like really go and like explore it out and everything like that, because I did just kind of by the time with it, I was like, I've seen what this has. And now it's just like I'm just walking around talking and I need a little bit more action. Sometimes. You're you're 
you're and emotionally I'm not even, I'm not even saying a desert. <laughs> I'm not even well, but see, but that's not true because games like Kana hit me big time. Yeah, I just yeah, think yeah. it was it, it, you know it just for whatever reason the story of this one in that way didn't connect with me and and such, but uh, in as well as other emotional games in the past have, but. Um, I w- yeah, and I'm not even talking about like action, like I need gunfire and I need, gu- you know, I need fighting and stuff like that. Like, like Stardew Valley is a peaceful game, but there's plenty of stuff for me to do in Stardew Valley. This one, like, I felt like I just walked, it just felt like I was playing never ending fetch quest that did eventually end know. after four hours. Yeah. But still, it just felt like kind of like one long continual fetch quest. And that necessarily kind of, ju- that just kind of got a little old, uh, after a while, but I did. I did enjoy it for, as a quick, bite-sized game to get a new story, to get one that I had had my backlog for forever. It was nice to finally get that one checked off the list, and yeah. to, because it's been one that you've been telling me about, and Zach was telling oh, yeah. me about too. Like, oh, oh yeah, you need to play Firewatch, and so so it feels good to finally check that one off the list of that. Like, I've played Firewatch. The next nice. one like that that I feel like I need to play and mark off the list, Journey. I still need to do that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Journey's even shorter. Jer- Journey's like, an even shorter. I feel like that. that's the one that's going to hit me in the feels super. Yeah, hard, it I probably feel like that will. One, that I one mean, will. If only from a musical standpoint, it's one of oh, those ones that so can good. get you be just with the soundtrack alone. Yeah, yeah. Soundtrack is fantastic. Austin Winter was on another level on that one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I kind of for whatever reason, I've always had those two games in my head as like must play games quick short must plays and so i got one down it's time to mark off journey and i have journey i just need to actually go and play it so that one's probably the next on my list of a quick of a quicker bite-sized game to jump into yeah man so uh firewatch was from campo santo uh the developer and publisher and Mm -hmm. they were working on another game called in the valley of gods oh yeah that game i what happened I don't think it's been fully technically canceled, but as far as I know, like development has maybe stalled out. Yeah, uh, it's, at, it's nowhere to be seen since like since point, it was announced. Yeah. They announced it back in 2017. It's been what? five years. What? It was originally announced back in like in 2017, Firewatch developer Composanto oh unveiled in the Valley of Gods. And then this was as of back in 2019, December of 2019, uh, Polygon did an interview with one of their founders, Jake Rodkin. And Jake Rodkin confirmed that In the Valley of God's development is on hold, but not outright canceled. I think that's just going to lead into a canceled at this point. Yeah, for it's been that way long? Too long. Wow. And th- it's not like this is a massive game. They're not making Breath of the Wild out there. So I feel like it's probably never going to come out, which is a shame because I love, love, love Firewatch. And I was very excited for In the Valley of God. So well, because it kind of seemed maybe, like it was going to be a similar feel. Like I kind of feel yeah. like in the, I, like I want to give In the Valley of the Gods a try because I kind of feel like it's going to be Firewatch but more. So yeah. it, it might be what I'm looking for in terms of more activities to do uh, and possibly a longer story, more areas to explore uh, different things like that. So um, the one thing though about Firewatch that I wasn't expecting, and I can't remember if this is something that you had told me about it or not. When we talked about it, 
I just kind of assumed, I think from like just the art style and maybe that it was, I don't, I don't really know what gave me this impression that it was a rated E for everyone kind of game. And it's not, no, it's a, it's a, it's a solid rated M, (laughs) you know what I mean? For sure. Like not for content, like not for graphic content. Right. It's like language and stuff like that. Yeah. With language and themes. uh, It's definitely, it's just intended for a mature audience. It's not the kind of game or story. (laughs) Yeah. No child would enjoy. No, 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 no. And, But like, I kind of thought it was just like kind of like a happy little walking sim. Like you're oh, a, you're Jared. a far, you're a fire watcher in in you're a in fool. the Shoshone <laughs> National Forest, and then no, here you go. They're dropping oh, f bombs all over the place. Yeah, they sure do. <laughs> so you know, all right. Well, so that's a, that's just a catch up with us and yeah. some major major news that's probably right? going to define the landscape of gaming for the next ten years. So. Yeah, a bit of a mixed bag today. <laughs> yeah, but you know, big stuff happened. We had to talk about it because that's what we love to do here on Team Chat Podcast, a video game show. But with that, everybody, I believe that that has drawn this episode to a close. We'll see you all next time. But until then, I'm one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined across the power of the internet by my co-host, Rachel Mogan. Adios. We'll see you all next time. Mm-hmm.